content provided by the people. Right here on 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Tuesday, September 27th. An Osage Beach City sewage leak reached the Lake of the Ozarks on Friday. A sewer main line leading to one of the city's largest lift stations broke as a result of a sinkhole. City Administrator Gina Wood says preliminary water testing results show no immediate issues, and sewer services for city residents are not affected by the situation. A Cleveland, Missouri man was injured in a boat fire Saturday. It happened on the 7.7-mile marker of the main channel. 55-year-old Kermit Kalvig was idling at a dock when the engine of the vessel caught fire. Kalvig sustained minor injuries and refused treatment on the scene. A new 268-unit apartment complex is planned for Osage Beach. Developers say rent starts at $900 a month and goes up to $2,000 a month for your lease. But the Camden R3 School District Board President says some in the district have concerns. The complex will be partially paid for in property tax breaks that the school board said they weren't consulted on the city's decision. More on the story at lakeexpo.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. Lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Toe. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Tuesday. Baseball season fast winding down. Just about a week left now before the playoffs get underway. The Cardinals headed to the postseason. The Royals are not. Both teams had yesterday off. It is a big quick two-game series for the Redbirds starting today in Milwaukee against the second-place Brewers. Milwaukee needs a miracle if they're going to uh, find a way to come back and uh, make the playoffs. Cardinals sitting pretty in first place in the division, but that again is a quick two-game series for the Cardinals in Milwaukee starting today. They'll be off on Thursday, then be at home against the Pirates for a weekend series. The Royals were off yesterday. They're in Detroit to open a three-game series against the Tigers today. High school football, how about the Camdenton Lakers? 5-0 and on the season after that big win at West Plains last week. Camdenton 5-0 and with homecoming this week. They entertain Bolivar, and that is Lake TV's Game of the Week Friday night. The COMC pregame show at 6.30, kickoff at 7. Camdenton at home to Bolivar on Lake TV Friday night. Eldon is 3-2. and They will be at Southern Boone. Friday, Osage 2-3 and three, coming off a big win over California last week. They will be at 3-2 and two Hallsville. That ought to be a good game. Versailles 0-5 at 5-0 Blair Oaks. That's going to be tough. 
And uh, so uh, remember that game of the week on Lake TV, Camden's in home to Bolivar Friday night. The Chiefs losing at Indy on Sunday and what was not a pretty game at all. Chiefs trying to figure some things out. They are tied for first place in the AFC West with Denver now, both with two and three records. Last night's game saw the Cowboys and the Giants their first loss of the season. College football, Mizzou 2-2 two and two after a ugly loss. They should have won at Auburn, lose it in overtime, and things do not get easy this Saturday as Mizzou is at home to number one Georgia. MSU Bears 2-2 two and two after a tough loss to another top five team, South Dakota State, last week. MSU Bears on the road to play North Dakota this week. Hey, KB is on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns. 7.02 a.m., 5.02 and 11.02 p.m. You gotta see it. It is greatness. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows, and they are all wonderful, including the High School Football Coaches Show with Camden and Lakers coach Jeff Shore and Osage Indians coach Shannon Jolly talking about last week's game and what's coming up this week. You can see that each day, Tuesday through Friday at 10.02 a.m., 2.02 p.m., and 6.02 in the evening, the Lake TV High School Football Coaches Show. And you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, also absolutely free on Roku. Just do a search for Lake TV, absolutely free on Fire Stick, and streaming live all the time online at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Tuesday. Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozark shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Join 89.3 The Key for the True History Professor program featuring Professor Jim Paisley. The national media now has kind of taken advantage of people. They hit you with a, you know, a big headline, and then they don't give you any information behind it. There's no context to it. Problem. And so what I'm going to try and do, uh, you know, on a weekly basis with the show is to try and share with you what, what were the events, what are the things behind the scenes here, what, what led to this. Professor Paisley takes a look back at history and how it relates to present day events. But we take it on face value without having any knowledge of why it well it's because the news told us join professor jim paisley thursdays and saturdays at 6 a.m 2 p.m and 10 p.m for the true history professor program on 89.3 the key
positive programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station, 89.3, The Key. All right, how you doing this morning? It is 8.08. My goodness. A little chilly out there this morning, and I got to tell you, it is uh, fine for me, especially when we're out there at about 5.15, 5.30 going for a walk. And uh, you don't break into a sweat. 78 degrees the high today, a low tonight of around 46 right now. Uh, We are at uh, 51 degrees in Osage Beach, 49 in Camdenton, as we are broadcasting live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. Another beautiful fall day, 69 the high tomorrow with plenty of sunshine. And, I mean, it just looks incredible. Uh, 71 on Thursday, again, sunny, sunny and 74 on Friday, sunny and 76 on Saturday, sunny and 76 on Sunday as we get into the month of October. Uh, some great weather for you next week as well, but it's just amazing, just incredible to uh, enjoy these uh, wonderful temperatures that we've got going on. And like I said, for uh, somebody who is a little larger than most, I mean, I am you know, on the way down as far as the weight, but still you get out there and, uh, yeah, you have a tendency to want to break into a sweat when you're out there and, 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 and lightning and I, we walk in the morning and, uh, he's, you know, 10 years old, but he, he kind of, uh, walks like he's about half that age. So the old man here has got to, got to keep up with him. Let's take a look at what's going on at uh, the Bagnell Dam. Current uh, lake level at 657.71, river level at 551.91. Surface water temp, that's looking good, 76 degrees on this uh, outstanding Tuesday morning, the 27th day of September. Good morning, Delta. Good morning, Patty. Good morning, Brad. Good morning to all of you listening wherever you're at and whatever you're doing. We thank you uh, so much for joining us on the program this morning. Mindy Sales will be here shortly. Well, we're hoping she shows up anyway. Uh, Cecilia Thompson and I might uh, just be doing the program uh, this morning on our own, talking a little bit about uh, Mallard Point Resort. And Cecilia's in the studio with us now. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. It's great I'm to see you. Good to see you, too. And uh, of Less course, of you. Less of me. That's right. A little less. I've I've, I've left some behind. Um, but uh, now you and your husband used to own this particular resort. Well, we still we still do. Right. Um, we had 18 units and four private homes. And about three years ago, we decided to close the doors, and so we shut everything down and we just lived there. Yeah. Now, as as the keepers and caretakers and owners. What were some of your responsibilities? Well, um, towards the end, of course, you know, we had 18 units, so it was turnover weekly. And um, it was, hi, Mindy. (laughs) And um, so we we had a lot of families that visited every year. So we made a lot of friends. In fact, Mindy was one of our previous customers when she was young. Um, But um, so then... About 10 years ago, we started doing weddings on the point, mm-hmm. and uh, that was very successful. Beautiful spot, flat peninsula right out into the main channel, surrounded by water. So we were doing a lot of weddings, and then, uh, as I said, three years ago, we decided to close the doors and retire. So uh, we just live there now, and we love it. Just a nice place to live and hang out. Yes, it is. Got all that room to move around. That's got to be a lot of fun for you. I would say that uh, it's probably something that, uh, uh, you know, it brings back a lot of memories while at the same point, uh, no pun intended since it's Mallard Point, um, (laughs) it's just nice to be able to have that 
the vast expanse all to yourselves to just relax, enjoy. You can get up in the morning and have a cup of coffee, and you don't need to worry about uh, running and getting someone else's coffee. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing this morning, Mindy? I am great. I'm great. Yeah. So I'll take care of that. Don't worry about it. Mallard Point. Just, I mean, such wonderful, wonderful memories there. Uh, you know, when we first we first moved down here, I think thirteen, twelve or thirteen years ago, one of the first things I did was I took the girls over to Mallard Aww. Point, and nobody was there. I was so, <laughs> but we went and I took pictures of them in front of the little one little cabin, because um, I used to feed ducks. Oh, right, out there, right. I'd throw we throw Cheerios out the back yeah. door and feed ducks, <laughs> and uh, there was a game room, and we used to, oh gosh, just so much. We'd save up our money great so memories. we had quarters yeah, to play right. game, right. in the game room in the summer, and just a great place, great family place. I mean, it's very true. They were very family. I mean, you know, they became like y'all. Be, we everybody became friends, you yeah. know. And yeah, so it was just a. Well, you go and you uh, spend a little time talking with Bruce and Cecilia and uh, getting caught up. You know, how are the kids? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's yeah. uh, what's new? What's exciting? And then you go have a great time. Yeah. Right. What were some of the things that you and your family used to do when you were there? I mean, obviously, they probably had plenty of activities for the families. Well, right across from us was a swimming pool, uh-huh. and so that was always a big hit. We loved that. Fished off the dock. Used to make commercials. They have their own um, boat ramp, um, and I, we, my sister and I used to make commercials <laughs> uh, for Mallard Point on that boat ramp nice. when we were little. Uh, we um, used to go eat at the barge all the time, oh, which yeah. sunk. So we don't, we didn't go. Uh, yeah, um, my aunt, um, did topless skiing on accident in the cove. Oh. She went to get up and had just a swimsuit that didn't have any straps and she had no clue that she was topless and just skied around the cove topless. <laughs> and it's one of my dad's favorite memories. I, I'm just, I can understand maybe a man not realizing that he's topless because, you know, you're, right? but no, but your aunt, she had no clue. I see. And then one of the scariest things that happened. Was um, your aunt skiing topless around the cove? Yes. No, that was I wasn't there for that. It was just oh. my dad and her husband. I got gotcha. you. Okay. I know, but I we trust me. We we still talk about it. Uh, when um, one time my dad, we always brought our boat down and and put it in one of the slips. And my dad, we were down and it was an evening. I don't know what we had been doing out. Probably just cleaning up the boat. And we were with some friends that we brought down. And my dad went to step out of the boat. And the boat shifted, and my dad went underwater. Oh, no. And I remember screaming, I mean, crying, hysterical. Um, My dad's friend, like, grabbed me and hold me. And all of a sudden, there were these bubbles. And all of a sudden, this bald head popped up out of the water. (laughs) I know. I was like, he's like, he's like, I touched the bottom. And we were like, I I was like five. I was little. So it was scary to see him go in the water, you know. But he came back up. And I still remember him carrying me back up to to the little cottage uh, with my, um, he was all wet, you know, but I was holding on to him so tight because I was just, yeah. So anyway. (laughs) <laughs> so many awesome memories. That, yeah. Do you remember how many years your, your family spent there? Or 10, 15, 20? Okay, or? so I was born in 74, and they were going before then. Okay. And then, yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know lots. No. no. And we kept staying longer and longer <laughs> and longer. And then my dad's finally like, okay, we need to find a place down here. So he bought a condo, finally. And yeah. that's happened a lot. A lot of our customers that we still see today come over. They've bought condos or homes. So yeah. It's so true. You know, you just fall, fall in love with the yeah. place. And I actually went by one time and saw a wedding out on the point. Right. 
Beautiful oh, spot. Oh my gosh! If you if you don't know the point at the end of Mallard Point, it is the most. It's one of the most beautiful spots on the lake. It just this beautiful green grassy, um, um, you know, point. And uh, the, I've seen the weddings. Oh, yeah, absolutely yeah, adorable. So beautiful. Yeah, great memories there. Great memories. It was was. <laughs> You've had all kinds of memories here. I know. We're going to talk a, about another one a little bit later we on. We are. That's a great one. But <laughs> how how <laughs> Cecile did. Did you and your husband come to purchase, you know, Mallard Point? What was what was the uh, the reason behind it? Well, my husband um, was working for Olin Brass at the time, which I think uh, Pittsburgh Steel ended up taking that over. And mm-hmm. He was in sales at 27 years old, and he developed an ulcer. So he said, you know what, I got to get out of this because he's a, a perfectionist in a lot of ways. And, yes. and being in sales, sometimes you have to be a little more flexible. But anyway, so he had come to the lake and uh, saw this beautiful spot. Of course, there, you know, I think there was one building there when he came. Um, and at, he, so he, he decided at 27, he and his, um, the Buddy Blattner, I don't know if you remember him. I do. That's his ex-father-in-law. So he and Barb were married, uh, and Buddy and Babs were uh, Barb's parents. So he and Buddy looked at the property and ended up buying it together. And, of course, then he and Barb uh, separated a few years after, and uh, he bought bought Buddy out, uh, still remained friends. We were friends with them until they both passed away. But mm-hmm. um, the the resort, Bruce added buildings. And he, as I said, he's a, a pretty anal a perfectionist. So a everything statement. had to be perfect. So um, even the grounds, which Bruce still takes care of. We have a guy that comes in three days a week and helps us and is very good on the property. But um, Bruce is still very active in it. Um, so 50 years ago, he came to the lake and wow, and had been involved up till three years ago, was running the resort. And of course, I was at Central Bank as marketing director for 20 years and then decided we'd try weddings on the point. And that's when I retired oh. from the bank. So and, neat. And you're yeah. right about Bruce being meticulous because literally the grounds are spotless. Yeah. And, and if it changes, like the gravel changes colors or if there's like a pebbly <laughs> and then a white, it's a perfect line. Like it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He is a perfectionist. Nothing wrong he with is. that. Yeah. No. So he gave up being a salesman. Because of an ulcer to own a resort. Right. Yeah, it was, a, yeah, of course, he developed probably more of an ulcer when he bought it because he was so worried, you know, how am I going to take care of the kids and pay the bills? And But he worked it and, and um, just kept his nose to the grindstone and right. made it what it is today, which is a spectacular piece of property. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. Well, I guess, you know, so many memories have been made here at the Lake of the Ozarks and when this was an area more, I guess, uh, well-known for family resorts right. and families used to come down here and some of the things that uh, you would see and uh, some of the good times that you would have. And uh, it's just, it's amazing how so much of that has changed. Uh, I guess it's hard to kind of gauge the fact that uh, we may never get back to that. Uh, maybe that'll be something that uh, happens again. Do you ever think uh, we might? kind of go back to family-friendly resorts or is it uh, uh, now, you and, know i know i don't think so there still are a few left uh, on the water but um you know what happened with us we were doing week to week for 
you know, 30 years. It was week to week. And then all of a sudden it was just weekends. So you had the entire week where there was nobody on the water. People could have come and stayed the entire week and loved every minute of it. But I think people just got so busy and uh, we turned into a weekend lake for a long time. So um, we lost that that family feel. Um, So, yeah, I... It's very true. I think you're spot on. I think you're right about that. I hate it because those family resorts, um, you know, my, I've told this story many times, but my dad was um, uh, worked for National Crane and he was going from Quincy, Illinois to Springfield, Missouri. And he drove across a bridge and saw the Lake of the Ozarks and thought it was the most beautiful piece of water wow. he'd ever seen. Yeah. Went to Springfield, did his work, and then came back through on his way up to Iowa. And uh, he stopped at a mom and pop. I can't remember the name of it, um, but he stopped at a mom and pop place and talked to them. And so, you know, yeah. that's how he, yeah. he stopped and he yeah. just started talking to you know, the people. <laughs> and of course, the people were wonderful. So uh, that's, you know, that's, I, I hate to see that part of it go. Yeah, I do too. There's so many too. great memories. So, so well. I was just going to say good morning to so many of you that are listening. I don't know if any of our uh, folks that are enjoying our SRG Cave Radio in studio live cam have any memories of staying at a uh, family friendly resort uh, here at the Lake of the Ozarks. If so, feel free to share those and uh, we'll kind of talk about that as we work our way through the hour. Mindy Sales, our community events director for Key Radio, in particular The Daily Show, is joining us, Cecilia Thompson. Uh, Cecilia and her husband, Bruce, owned Mallard Point, and uh, what a great uh, family-friendly resort. Uh, Families still come to the Lake of the Ozarks, and uh, as we were talking, I think uh, so many people have kind of gone the way of uh, owning a home or a condo here at the Lake of the Ozarks, something that they can call their own, and they can basically come down whenever they want and set up shop. But I wonder, uh, again, uh, you know, how many people out there have those uh, those memories of first visiting the lake before maybe they bought the home or condo at one of our... uh, family-friendly resorts it's uh, it's it's amazing some of the stories you hear oh i think so i think that um i like like cecilia said i think that's how a lot of people started or they came down for you know weekend and fell in love with the lake and you know when i was young there weren't tons of condos there were oh, condos ab- absolutely but there weren't tons of them yeah. that were you know where people mm-hmm. could have an easy access to a place right so Places like the Mallard Point are the ones that, you know, you were able to come down and go to and, and have your family event. And is the I think that the condo market booming has changed that a lot, oh, too. Oh, totally. Absolutely, yeah. So, Cecilia, you mentioned that you worked at Central Bank. And, um, you know, uh, we have done – we chatted a lot last night and about the things that you've been working on, too, in the community. And uh, it was so much fun hearing how much that you do and the, your passion for helping others. Uh, and it, it all started kind of with Central Bank. It did, yes. Um, so I started the Lake Classic Club uh, for the bank 30 years ago, 35 years ago. And um, – then took over the marketing and and then Jim Herforth, who was the CEO at the time, said, "Listen, if there's anything you want to get involved in, you go ahead uh, uh, if you have the time." And then Charlie Kassmeyer came to me and asked if I'd be interested in helping with the HK 
golf tournament. But prior to that, I had been involved in Easter Seals. Uh, they had an annual telethon. And so I'd done that for four or five years and um, raised money for kids uh, with uh, disabilities and loved it. They had so much fun, worked a lot with the people in Columbia on that telethon. And then, um, anyway, got involved in HKs for our local hospital and and still involved today. We do an annual uh, golf tournament weekend, mm-hmm. and the Kansas City Chiefs are involved. We have a lot of the ambassadors, and of course, Walter White, who has since passed, was the one who initiated the involvement with HKs. Um, just a great human being, just all about giving back. And the ambassador, Kansas City Chiefs ambassadors, that's what they do. They they are involved in any charity they can get involved in. So um, in the beginning, uh, when we got the Chiefs involved, we had Patrick Mahomes and we had Kelsey. They came, I'll never forget, we did a, a big thing at uh, the Lodge on a Friday night, and they were there. And we did a YMCA, um, then they dressed up as the y, the, the group that uh-huh. did, and got up on stage and did the act. And I Patrick just, Mahomes and Travis Kelsey dressed up like oh members my of the gosh, village people. They were spectacular. Priceless. And, Priceless. of course, they were the draw to get people to come, of course. And then we had the ambassadors. And all the ambassadors are, um, they've all um, retired but have been on the state, you know, still played involved. and still involved. Right. And so uh, we had Duran Cherry, who was a Hall of Famer. Um, of course, Walter White, um, uh, Keith Cash, Art Still. We had a lot of those ambassadors that just talked it up and got it. And they would bring us like helmets signed by these all the players. Or um, at one point we had. Um, uh, we had Coach Pinkle on the the cover, and he signed all the magazines. I mean, it was just a um, real community event. We um, would do a Friday night for people that didn't play, that don't play golf. They can come on Friday night, and then on Saturday, golf. And now we've included Portachima in that. So uh, it's a huge weekend for a lot of golfers. And another big draw is the playing at Portachima oh, because you can't absolutely. just go in and play there. And right. so this year was the first year we offered Portachima, and it was huge. Yeah. I bet because lots so. of people want to play that. Yeah. So yeah. Well, after the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. I mean, and after the break, we, just, we, we've still got time. You just did the thingy. No, I didn't do the thingy. <laughs> no. I, am I hallucinating? I think so. Okay. <laughs> it's early. Few, you got a few minutes yet? No, I have had nothing. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. We can get you some, uh, some coffee, some water. Some water, splash some water in my face. <laughs> a position. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I promise. I'm, I'm okay, people. Don't worry about me. My husband right now is shaking his head. I can guarantee you. It's okay. It's all right, Todd. She's, she's, she's okay. She's good. I'm hanging in there. We'll give her a Snickers bar and everything will be fine. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. Oh, my goodness. It's all right. It's okay. So um, so as we were talking about the golf tournament, can you talk a little bit about how much it raises and what it all goes for? Well, um, it all goes to our local hospital. um, And over the years... I'm sure millions, um, but we do anywhere from 180, 150 to 200,000. Wow! Uh, annually for That's the a hospital, huge deal. yeah. And of course, we have a lot of them. A lot of the the employees at the hospital come out and help 
and it's just a big community event. A lot of volunteers. Well, my mother-in-law uh, had cancer um, and went through Lake Regional, and uh, you know they were the whole cancer facility. That oh, they are yeah. so giving and kind. They are, and you worry, you do worry about the money part of it. You know, when you're older you and you're to. on, you know, you're retired and you're right. like, you don't have, you know, you're. That's a problem. Yeah. That's a worry. Yeah. Now, I remember, she also got to go in and pick out little hats that have been, been crocheted by right. women and lots of volunteers oh, that do that. It yeah. was the, she was great. It was yeah. It was such a blessing because she was so upset about losing her hair and then to be able to pick yeah. out all these cute little ones and yeah. it was just wonderful. So those those charity events make a huge oh, difference in our absolutely. community. Yes. Huge difference. Well, the goal of the hospital has always been to provide as many facilities as possible here at the lake so people don't have to travel because one of the worst things... I think is when you talk about someone who is dealing with cancer, whatever type of cancer that may be, and they have to go to St. Louis or Kansas City or somewhere else, maybe even out of state, to receive cancer treatment. And then you've got someone that has to be with them. So that person has to take off work. And, you know, you still probably get some of that, but not to the degree that you would if you had to go out of the area. So hats off to the hospital for always trying to uh, stay ahead of the game. And it's not just cancer. I mean, they have some of the um, uh, the best known surgeons there now. We we are now drawing from. Uh, we just Jake Quick, Doctor Quick, just came back to the lake. We we're talking about growing up and memories. He was raised here at the lake and um, worked at Ellis Fischel, uh University. A hospital and just got a job at Lake Regional because he wanted to come back and have his kids go to school here. So yeah, I mean it's that's what this community has to offer now. And some of the best doctors are there now at Lake Regional. You don't have to go elsewhere to get um, minor or major operations. We've got a great staff there now. Yes, we do. And now let us take that uh, break that Mindy was so eager to take earlier. We'll step aside. We've got information on the way from uh, Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com. Also Chris Schneider with Lake TV. And we want to thank our uh, media partners for helping us out each and every Monday through Friday, getting you the information that you need. We'll come back, talk more with Mindy, talk more with Cecilia, possibly talk with you on the Key Radio Community Hotline at 5 Seven three six three three fifty three ninety five. If you're listening to us on eighty nine point three KeyRadio Live, our phone apps for free phone apps. I might add for iPhone and Android. Plus, those of you enjoying the SRG Key Radio in studio live cam, plenty of ways for you to get a hold of us this morning. And we'll uh, we'll talk more with uh, these two lovely ladies, and uh, maybe even share uh, a rather touching story. We've been uh, talking about the fact that Mindy and her family did spend some time at uh, Mallard Point and what it meant to them growing up and uh, the great family experiences they had. Well, Mindy had another interesting family experience, uh, almost, uh, I guess, by accident, if you want to say that. We'll take care of all of it and more. You are listening to The Daily Show on Key Radio. I'm 
Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Tuesday, September 27th. An Osage Beach City sewage leak reached the Lake of the Ozarks on Friday. A sewer main line leading to one of the city's largest lift stations broke as a result of a sinkhole. City Administrator Gina Wood says preliminary water testing results show no immediate issues and sewer services for city residents are not affected by the situation. A Cleveland, Missouri man was injured in a boat fire Saturday. It happened on the 7.7-mile marker of the main channel. 55-year-old Kermit Kalvig was idling at a dock when the engine of the vessel caught fire. Kalvig sustained minor injuries and refused treatment on the scene. A new 268-unit apartment complex is planned for Osage Beach. Developers say rent starts at $900 a month and goes up to $2,000 a month for your lease. But the Camden R3 School District Board President says some in the district have concerns. The complex will be partially paid for in property tax breaks that the school board said they weren't consulted on the city's decision. More on the story at lakeexpo.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Helping out the community is as simple as joining the Key Radio team. Right now, Key Radio is looking for an individual to spread the good news about community radio at the Lake of the Ozarks. The job involves talking to local businesses about supporting our mission. You decide how much you'd like to work and get a commission for the work that you do. Sales experience is preferred but isn't required. We need you, and so does our community. Contact Bill Munhausen at 573-2800-532. Key Radio KEYK is an equal opportunity employer. with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Tuesday. Baseball season fast, winding down. Just about a week left now before the playoffs get underway. The Cardinals headed to the postseason. The Royals are not. Both teams had yesterday off. It is a big, quick two-game series for the Redbirds starting today in Milwaukee against the second-place Brewers. Milwaukee needs a miracle if they're going to find a way to come back and uh, make the playoffs. Cardinals sitting pretty in first place in the division, but that again is a quick two-game series for the Cardinals in Milwaukee starting today. They'll be off on Thursday, then be at home against the Pirates for a weekend series. The Royals were off yesterday. They're in Detroit to open a three-game series against the Tigers today. High school football, how about the Camdenton Lakers? 5-0 and on the season after that big win at West Plains last week. Camdenton 5-0 and with homecoming this week. They entertain Bolivar, and that is Lake TV's Game of the Week Friday night. The COMC pregame show at 6.30, kickoff at 7. Camdenton at home to Bolivar on Lake TV Friday night. Eldon is 3-2. and two. They will be at Southern Boone. Friday, Osage 2-3 and three, coming off a big win over California last week. They will be at 3-2 and two Hallsville. That ought to be a good game. Versailles 0-5 at 5-0 Blair Oaks. That's going to be tough. 
And uh, so uh, remember that game of the week on Lake TV, Camden's in home to Bolivar Friday night. The Chiefs losing at Indy on Sunday and what was not a pretty game at all. Chiefs trying to figure some things out. They are tied for first place in the AFC West with Denver now, both with two and three records. Last night's game saw the Cowboys and the Giants their first loss of the season. College football, Mizzou 2-2 two two after a ugly loss. They should have won at Auburn, lose it in overtime, and things do not get easy this Saturday as Mizzou is at home to number one Georgia. MSU Bears 2-2 two two after a tough loss to another top five team, South Dakota State, last week. MSU Bears on the road to play North Dakota this week. Hey, KB is on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns. 7.02 a.m., 5.02 and 11.02 p.m. you got to see it. It is greatness. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows, and they are all wonderful, including the High School Football Coaches Show with Camden and Lakers coach Jeff Shore and Osage Indians coach Shannon Jolly talking about last week's game and what's coming up this week. You can see that each day, Tuesday through Friday at 10.02 a.m., 2.02 p.m., and 6.02 in the evening, the Lake TV High School Football Coaches Show. And you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, also absolutely free on Roku. Just do a search for Lake TV, absolutely free on Fire Stick, and streaming live all the time online at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Tuesday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key and Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key and Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and bobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key and Lock serving the entire lake area. She's a former Camdenton resident, Hollywood actress and pop culture expert. Tina Griffin helps parents safely navigate the current pop culture chaos. Know how to create a healthy media diet for your family and live as a counterculture warrior. Listen to the Counterculture Mom Show Fridays and Sundays at 5 a.m., 1 p.m., and 9 p.m. on Key Radio, 89.3 FM. The goal of Key Radio is to offer the community an opportunity to share information and to express their ideas and opinions. Key Radio presents a platform for all types of information. We encourage interested content providers to create podcasts that explain the finer points of business, family issues, arts and entertainment, religion, government, and more. Key Radio is also looking for unique and one-of-a-kind podcasts as well. Key Radio is based on positive and productive podcasts that encourage and inspire our listeners to become engaged in their community. For more information on becoming a content provider, call 573-280-0532 or go to keygatheringplace.com slash keyradio. You're listening to 89.3, The Key. If you've got a topic you'd like to share with the community, 
Contact us right here at 89.3, The Key. All right, folks, welcome back. I tried not to die on you during the break. I think I'll be all right. It's all that clean living here at the lake. 54 degrees in Osage Beach, 52 in Camdenton. Plenty of sunshine, and we are looking for... Seriously, I'll be all right. 78 the high today with uh, uh, the sun and the fall-like weather. Thanks, Mindy, for jumping in there in case I keel over. Uh, yeah. Do me a favor. Don't stop the program. Just I will not. Going. I'll just keep going. Don't call 911. I'll just keep going. I'll and be, be fine. Like... I'll be fine till the top of the hour. I mean, if you're going to croak, where else would you want to be besides the SRG financial, you know? Well, actually, I'd want to be in the hospital. <laughs> so, I, so I don't croak. 46 degrees for the overnight lows. Sunny and 69 tomorrow. There we go. Sunny and 71 on Thursday. Sunny and 74 on Friday. Sunny and, uh, let's see, 76 on Saturday. And then mostly sunny and 76 on Sunday. What more could you ask for? I was just thinking this on the drive-in. I mean, the weather is, oh, this is like going to be one of my favorite weeks. Yep. Because the weather's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. perfect. Uh, the weekend looks great. Next week, the week after that, I don't know what kind of residuals we're going to get from Hurricane Ian that is about ready to pound uh, mm, southern uh, southern Florida there. And, uh, yeah, those, those folks down there, man, you would think at this point most people would realize uh, hurricanes come through that area on a pretty regular basis. And I think all it would take... Me, anyways, like one hurricane, and I'm like, out of here. I'll I'm out. Yeah, I agree. See you. Totally. Yeah. I was down in Florida over Memorial Day weekend, and you can see all of the damage from, and, and it's along the Gulf Coast from the last hurricane that uh, really hit and uh, just devastated the area. It's kind of like when you're driving through Joplin and you can't see it as much anymore. But when you get off of 44 oh, and you're going in, and there's really not a whole lot of damage. And then initially after that tornado hit, you go in through the area, and it looks like a war zone. Oh, wow. Now there's a lot of uh, people that have rebuilt. Uh, and, and now you can tell because there are all these new buildings new, and new mm-hmm. businesses. Uh, and, I mean, for a, for, for a tornado to have enough force to move a, a hospital right. off of its foundation. Oh, that was crazy. And yeah. then you see, like I said, when you see the devastation down there, in in florida and there's still plenty of it and there's a lot of businesses that are still boarded up people have decided you know like we were talking jokingly saying uh you know we're just going to get the heck out of here but that's uh, very very true 841 is our time our guests in studio this morning include cecilia thompson her and her husband uh, bruce former owners of mallard point uh, we're talking a little bit about that and uh, some of the uh, other things that she's been involved in. She said, well, I'm retired. And I said, well, okay. Uh, and then she started telling me about all the charity work she does. So, again, she's really not retired, but she's enjoying it. Mindy Sales with us as well. Danny Ellison at 910 this morning on the program tomorrow. Yes, the next presiding commissioner of Camden County, uh, Ike Skelton, will join us in the 8 o'clock hour. And the uh, good professor, Professor Jim Paisley, the true history professor, He'll be joining us in the 9 o'clock hour tomorrow morning to talk about charter schools and uh, things related to charter schools, education, and the like. This morning, we are uh, happy to have everyone listening on 89.3. Let's see here. KeyRadio.Live, the uh, phone apps, the free phone apps for iPhone and Android, plus the uh, newly added and uh, now a week old SRG Key Radio in-studio live cam where you can interact with us.
loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it this morning. And thank you so much to everybody for uh, chiming in there and letting us know where you're at. Uh, feel free to go to my Facebook page. That's where you'll see it. We're going to start simulcasting it on the key radio Facebook page as well. So we were talking a little bit about uh, some of the charity uh, events that you're involved with, Cecilia. Do you ever track where that money goes every year that you raise uh, the money through the HK's uh, benefit? Do you ever uh, just kind of follow it and, and see what the hospital is doing to continue to advance the progress and the technology that they offer uh, people who live here at the lake? Yeah, we do. Um, for instance, they needed a, a new piece of equipment uh, one year, so we raised $160,000, and they were able to buy this piece of equipment. Um, they had, um, at one year, it went to the um, neonatal um, for the kids. And I have to tell you, I don't know if you've been to our local hospital recently, but you would not believe what they have done. I mean, we did a tour uh last year because they were starting a capital fundraising campaign. Um, And so we took a tour and I'm telling you just in the, the nursery where, where the babies are born and the rooms are absolutely beautiful and pristine. Uh, The hospital is not what it was 40 years ago. And I'm telling you, it's, it's a huge difference. The emergency room, I mean, the, the employees, it's just evolved into this. These people work so hard that the, the surgeons, the doctors, the, the employees, they're all, it's, it's amazing the growth that we've seen with the hospital. And we had to, I mean, for us, for our community to grow, we needed this hospital and we need it more even now. Um, and, and they're struggling as all hospitals are. Um, they need more beds. They need more, they need to expand. So, um, it's a constant, you know, in, in the needs of our local hospital, for, for fundraising. It's so. not like somebody can just open up their house and say, you know, if you need some room for patients, just roll a couple yeah, in yeah, here. We've right. got plenty of room. They, they could use it, I'll tell you. They've got a great staff. Uh, they just need more rooms. Well, you've got some rooms out there at Mallard Point. Maybe we you do. Give them a call. Yeah, we've offered it. Yeah, just bring them out. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, I have been in a birthing suite, not giving birth, visiting a friend who gave birth, and they're they're huge. Why did you, you say I've been in a birthing, a birthing suite, suite, but not giving birth? I wasn't giving birth. I oh. was there. Oh, okay. But I was visiting a girlfriend that had a baby, but I was not having a baby. I just just want to make that clear before any rumors started. So, Uh, but yes, uh, and it is, I mean, it was, it was so nice. Oh, it's beautiful. They've done great things over there. So we just got to keep, keep the momentum going and keep keep raising money. Do you have an idea what, 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 what? types of projects that the hospital is focused on now i would say maybe expanding maybe. expanding for sure yeah it really that's the bottom line they have people in the waiting room for the emergency room um, because they don't have enough room in the emergency room to get them in now they're the staff they the staff is growing and so they can accommodate now it's just they they need to they need more beds mm-hmm. need more room um throughout the hospital i don't think it's just one area they just need need to expand and i think that's probably the goal kevin mcroberts is the new um ceo and and uh, dane was left and went 
uh, somewhere else. He he was here for like five or six years. Mm. Did a great job. He was really instrumental. It's in, not an easy job. No, it's not. To change the culture of uh, of a uh, hospital is difficult, and that's what he did. And now Kevin's here, and Kevin's been with the hospital a long time. He's going to be really good. He'll just carry this. We can't be that. His first name's Kevin. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, I've been. I I go to the ER. You know, for between me, kids, yes. husbands, our, our yes. friend fell a couple weeks ago and had to go to the ER. It is always spotless in there. I will say. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. It is always clean and that's that's kind of the point. Yeah, yeah but right. Not, not every not ER all hospitals are like yeah. that. <laughs> so I'm very grateful that we, uh, yes, is very very yes. nice and yeah. clean. So yeah. that's important. I guess if you go to a hospital and you see some guy in their field dressing a deer, you might want to maybe go someplace. You else. might want to turn around and run. <laughs> okay, all right. very true. Thank and you, you know, I'll tell you another thing that's a blessing is is the helicopter. Oh, absolutely, the flight. Oh my goodness! My daughter, my my girl, two of my two of my four girls were in an auto accident, and one of them had to be life flighted like immediately up to Columbia. The flight crew was so wonderful. Yeah, they were so good to her because she was, you know, she was um, sick, fifteen. You know, I can't go with her. It's scary. You're in a helicopter. You know, and so the flight crew was so wonderful, and everyone was just so efficient. I mean, it was efficient. Yeah, Um, I was I was impressed with that. We're very fortunate. Yeah, I agree. We really are to have that. So you also do some, you do, well, you do a lot of work with uh, Susan Brown. I do. You do I, a lot of work with Susan, Susan Brown. A very close friend. So uh, if I, if it was a couple nights that we were um, out and about, we would, if we wanted to go anywhere, we went over to the lodge. And so, but those days you, um, you know, we would, well, that was when we lived over on the other side, but yeah, we go to the lodge bowling. I mean, oh, it yeah. was so much yeah. fun, yeah. so much fun. And I remember her sons running around there crazy and uh <laughs> It was just a, it was a great time. So you and Susan also work on a fundraiser for Ellis Fischel. Right, uh, Susan. Susan and I did HKs. We were co-chairs for several years, and now Peter has taken over that. Her husband has taken that over. But I, I just have to say, uh, Peter and Susan Brown and that family give more to the lake than people know. They give the the lodge. They give money. They give time. They're totally committed to this community um but with that said yes susan and i have been involved with ellis fischel for gosh 25 or 30 years uh, susan uh did susan b coleman foundation and then um went to ellis fischel as a patient and then as i did in a few years later and we both became involved with Ellis. Uh, so we raise money for them every year through a gala that we do in August. Um, and we've had, I think we just celebrated our 26th year. Wow, that's amazing. And we've had major entertainment. Um, uh, we had Gregory Hines. Um, we um, had... Um, Oh yeah, we the, the uh, Frank, uh, yeah the, the, not Frank Sinatra. I know, I know. Michael Buble, Tony, no Tony, Tony Bennett. Bennett. There we go. Uh, we have a, a major names, but the last three years, and we paid a lot of money for that. But the last three years, we have decided to put more money to the wherever it's going. And the last three years, the money has gone to the Next Gen Building, which if you haven't seen it, is amazing. It's um, right next to Ellis Fischel. And 
they opened about six months ago, and they are, are drawing from um, all over the world some of the, the best scientists and researchers in the world because of this facility wow. and the technology involved in it. It is beautiful. Oh, my gosh. It's it is. Amazing. I, dr- driving by. And I'm you could it. take a tour anytime you want to. You would not believe what they've done in this. But anyway, uh, so we our money, the last... Th- two years has gone to the next gen building and then they just opened six months ago um and so we try cancer research is really what we're all about um but yes so we do this gala we have major entertainment but the last three years been um i digress um has been uh denise times who is a jazz blues singer from st louis who sang for the queen and sings all over the world she's spectacular so she's her name is well known um and so we get we we two years of covid we had a we decided to start doing our auction online and so this last year we did it online and we just decided to stay with it we've raised i think we might be close to 200,000 this wow. year i don't know the numbers yet but wow uh, it was big. It wow. was really big this year. That's amazing. So, yeah. That makes a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. For research, anything you can get is important. So, And again, this I say this all the time, but I'm going to go back to it, is that we have amazing people here. And oh. you, ra- you are raising, you've raised, you know, you raise around $350,000 a year yeah. for people. Yeah. I mean, how many you and Susan and other people that Oh my gosh, the this? community involvement is crucial. It is so uh, and, true. And we have it here. I mean, it's a small community that gives so much. That is so, so true. And that's why I yeah. love what I do. Yeah. Because I get to yeah. talk oh, about all these awesome people. What a fun job. Yeah. It is. It's a yeah. joyful job. Yes. And you learn about so many different things and so many people who are yeah. making such a difference. And uh, I just think it's um, really important to be able to be able to share those that's, things. So yeah. I, I love what you're doing. It's so important right now with what we've got, got going on, on in the world. In the country. We yeah. We need more of you. Uh, you well, too. You. You're very kind. <clears throat> her husband's just glad I get her out of the house for a few hours every morning. <laughs> That's so, true. So he's got a little time to clear his head. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> he's got what? At, at, at any given point, he could have as many as five women in the house. The man has never seen the inside of his bathroom for at least, uh, well, at, at least since the last daughter was born. Uh, well, and then, you know, we always have friends over. Yeah. You know, the girls have friends spend the night. It. So then, you know, it's Todd just calls like, me. Uh, you got that? Uh, you still got that extra bedroom? <laughs> I want to thank you so much for coming in oh, and spending some you. time with us this morning and uh, and sharing your story. It uh, it certainly means a lot to have people that live in this community that have worked here and understand what the community is all about and certainly the growing needs of the community. Absolutely. Which years ago when people would come down here and uh, you know they get a fish hook in their ear or uh, they need uh, some some attention of some kind. And uh, we had to uh, have some sort of a medical facility, right? Absolutely. Well, we had a, a Dr. Mason and Dr. Haggerty were two of the doctors right. that would make house calls. Do- and I have to say, I'd like to, to say to Dr. Mason's family, who we just lost a couple of days ago, he was a, a wonderful person. And uh, house condolences calls. to his family. I, you know, yeah, I totally agree. Well, thank I want to thank you, too. I want to thank, thank you for you. being awesome and thank for you. making contributions to this community because uh, that's what it's all about. That's yeah, what I love absolutely. talking about. So thank if you can you do guys. this, if you can do this. Without you, crying? Well, I don't know. I've got here. You got oh. tissues for me. Thank you. Just blew my nose into the couple No, times, I don't. But you're welcome. I'll, I'll use my sweater. It's good. It's okay. I'm not contagious. That's true. That I know of. Right. So 
tell us a story, please. Um, tell us a story about this this boat that you saw, and you always thought. Um, Okay, so um, when I was a kid, my dad had a nineteen foot boat, nineteen foot boat first that we got it that we would take to Mallard Point, and everybody thought that boat was huge. It was just nineteen feet. Oh my gosh! Well, after that, my dad bought an Aztec IMP. It was a boat, and uh, it it was like the color was rust brown. I don't know. I didn't love it, but anyway, he had that boat. I don't know, ten to fifteen years. I mean, I, that's why I grew up. I I learned to ski behind it. I, um, we, you know, went on the, um, uh, those, um, torpedoes where five of you would be there and then your dad would hit a wave and knock you all off and you'd all cry. (laughs) Um, just my, my whole childhood was on that, that boat. And I would always help my dad dock it and all those things. So I always, always remembered, um, the license number on the side. I don't know why. Maybe it was because I was just standing at the gas dock holding the boat and I would see Mm -hmm. it. So MO8181BL. I just remembered it. I just remember it. I've always remembered it. So a while ago, I've been dri- I drive past on Highway 7, um, um, North 7, um, up by Greenview often. But uh, I had, uh, and I'd driven by this place. It's called Reliable. I don't remember something reliable and um, repair. And I drove by it so many times. And I've always seen this boat sitting out front. I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> that looks so much like my dad's boat. I mean, it looks so much like my dad's boat. And so uh, I was talking to my brother about it, and I said, I'm going to go there. I'm going to go there and look. So Sunday, I went to go um, um, vacuum out my car right next door to the place, and I, and I thought, I'm going over there right now. So I went over there, and as I pulled up kind of close and close to the, the boat, I saw the L, which is, you know, the last letter that I knew that was on my dad's boat. And I walk up there, and on the boat on the side, it says M-O-8181-B-L, and it was my dad's boat. So I, I, I know I was like, you know, my dad passed away and I, um, I just, I miss him terribly. And I, you know, we were so close. And so I sob, but I get on Facebook live and I'm like, listen, people, I just want you to know what happened just now. And so, um, I was like, what am I going to do with this? I want to do something. I don't know. What is this? You know, is this guy going to, you know, the owner? I don't know. So anyway, I did a little Facebook Live, cried a lot, sent pictures to my family. I mean, literally the same. We all cried a lot. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. KB called me. He's like, I'm wiping my tears. And uh, the um, the buoys that my dad had were still there. Oh, like there was a rope that we put over the front to click onto the little clasp. That was still there. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. And then, of course, there were two beers in there, which were highly appropriate. <laughs> and so I was like, I, the next morning, I'm like, I'm going to call them. So I called the place the next morning and they're closed. But they have this emergency number. And I thought, heck, I'm going to call the emergency <laughs> number. So I call the emergency number and the just gentleman answers the phone. And I'm like, hi, this is really crazy. But I was over there and I saw this boat. What can you tell me about it? He's like, oh, it's just been sitting there for a while. And I said, well, here's the deal. This was my dad's boat. And I really, you know, I don't know what I want to do with it. I want to do something, but I don't know, you know, what do you think? And he's, and I said, my dad's passed away. And I just, I just really want it because I, I, I need it for my heart. And he's like, oh, it was your dad's and he's passed away. I said, yeah. He said, oh, you can have it for free. I said, oh, take the boat. Oh my gosh. So, um, I'm arranging, he, I'm arranging for the boat to be, um, picked, moved. It's literally a mile and a half from my house and moved to my house and my husband and my brother and his wife. And we're just going to kind of do a labor of love and we're going to redo it. And it may take us five years. I don't know, but I am going to get back on the water on my dad's butt. I love it. I know. I just, it's such a God thing. I mean, I've driven by that thing a hundred million times and I don't know what made me just like stop and think that. 
I know that's his boat. You know, oh, you think it and you pass, and then you know. You, story. But oh my gosh, when I went back and when I went when I walked up there and saw the the license number, I just. Oh my gosh, it was so cool. And I know my dad was like, you know, up in heaven screaming, yeah. Mindy, it's the boat, go get it. <laughs> and my dad was a high-end hoarder. He didn't like to get rid of anything. Um, so um, he would be delighted wow, that I'm, uh, so awesome. that I have the boat oh, back. Gosh, I know. Great. I know. So I'm so excited. So thank story. you to the gentleman that owns the reliable, whatever, right there on seven. He, what, how, how yeah. gracious is he just how to say here? Sweet. Yeah. It's a great memory yeah. for you. So that's Lake of the Ozark. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's what we talk about. So you're going to restore the boat? I think. Yeah, we decided oh, that that's sure. kind of what we want. I to see. Do. I, I see. Turnabout is being fair play because you were saying that Todd had asked you at one point <clears throat> about moving to the Lake of the Ozarks, and two yes. hours later you were loading up boxes. I was. So I think it's only fair that you find this boat and say, guess what? You're going to restore it. <laughs> like it or not. Like it or not. Oh, yeah. he's terribly excited. My brother is oh, over I the bet. moon. I, I kid yeah. because I know he's he's very excited. You, you need is. to drive that over to Mallard Point. Oh, my gosh. And we need to get a picture of that. Yes. Yeah, oh, my gosh. We're sure. doing that. We're doing that for sure. Oh, that's a great idea. Love it. Love it. So I'm telling you, my dad is so happy right now. Yeah. He is that, is so Was that happy. the boat that the lady was doing the topless water skiing in yes yeah all right yes no no more there topless water skiing. might need no, some no. reenactment no, is what no, you're saying no maybe before kids i might have done that but not after kids no you gotta wonder sometimes about the uh, the powers that be and uh the uh, good lord up above oh, no doubt no doubt i'm just well, and thank you too for what you're doing really thank it's you. um pretty amazing it's what we need maybe we'll take the show on the road you yeah, I, I think you should. I, I, I did want to mention we had a gentleman listening the other day from Council Bluffs, Iowa. <gasps> oh, wonderful. Wow. Yeah, so, that's my right. hometown. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Iowa might be your next stop. Yeah, maybe we'll, we should go on the road. How much fun would we have on the road? I mean, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> the road would never be the same. It would never. <laughs> we don't have that kind of bail money. <laughs> Cecilia, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Great it was to great to be here with you this morning. Great to share some memories and uh, keep doing what you're doing. But Amen. Find a little time for yourself, will you? Oh, oh I do. Please. Uh, we do. Mindy, stay out of trouble. I'll try. Do your best. I will. Right. I will. You too, friend. Folks, we have got uh, news at the top of the hour for you. Stacy Johnson with LakeExpo.com, your trusted news source. Also, Chris Schneider, the master of disaster over there at Lake TV with a check of sports. Danny Ellison joins us at 910 for some ranting and raving. Where in the world is Danny Ellison? Well, you will find out after the break right here on The Daily Show on Key Radio. Content provided by the people. Right here on 89.3 KEYK, Osage Beach, Missouri. I'm Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Tuesday, September 27th. An Osage Beach City sewage leak reached the Lake of the Ozarks on Friday. A sewer main line leading to one of the city's largest lift stations broke as a result of a sinkhole. City Administrator Gina Woods says preliminary water testing results show no immediate issues and sewer services for city residents are not affected by the situation. A Cleveland, Missouri man was injured in a boat fire Saturday. It happened on the 7.7-mile marker of the main channel. 55-year-old Kermit Kalvig was idling at a dock when the engine of the vessel caught fire. Kalvig sustained minor injuries and refused treatment on the scene. 
A new 268-unit apartment complex is planned for Osage Beach. Developers say rent starts at $900 a month and goes up to $2,000 a month for your lease. But the Camden R3 School District Board President says some in the district have concerns. The complex will be partially paid for in property tax breaks that the school board said they weren't consulted on the city's decision. More on the story at lakeexpo.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Portions of the programming on Key Radio are made possible through a generous donation from lakeexpo.com. Lakeexpo.com is a locally owned daily news website connecting residents, second homeowners, visitors, and the boating community to the Lake of the Ozarks. Lake Expo features real estate and boats for sale, upcoming events at the lake, and their exclusive boating club, X-Tow. Download the free Lake Expo app on the App Store and Google Play. LakeExpo.com, the lake's trusted news source. Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Tuesday. Baseball season fast winding down. Just about a week left now before the playoffs get underway. The Cardinals headed to the postseason. The Royals are not. Both teams had yesterday off. It is a big quick two-game series for the Redbirds starting today in Milwaukee against the second-place Brewers. Milwaukee needs a miracle if they're going to find a way to come back and uh, make the playoffs. Cardinals sitting pretty in first place in the division, but that again is a quick two-game series for the Cardinals in Milwaukee starting today. They'll be off on Thursday, then be at home against the Pirates for a weekend series. The Royals were off yesterday. They're in Detroit to open a three-game series against the Tigers today. High school football, how about the Camdenton Lakers? 5-0 on the season after that big win at West Plains last week. Camdenton 5-0 with homecoming this week. They entertain Bolivar, and that is Lake TV's Game of the Week Friday night. The COMC pregame show at 6.30, kickoff at 7. Camdenton at home to Bolivar on Lake TV Friday night. Eldon is 3-2. and two. They will be at Southern Boone. Friday, Osage 2-3 and three, coming off a big win over California last week. They will be at 3-2 and two Hallsville. That ought to be a good game. For sales, 0-5 at 5-0 and 0 Blair Oaks. That's going to be tough. And uh, so uh, remember that game of the week on Lake TV, Camden's in home to Bolivar Friday night. The Chiefs losing at Indy on Sunday and what was not a pretty game at all. Chiefs trying to figure some things out. They are tied for first place in the AFC West with Denver now, both with two and three records. Last night's game saw the Cowboys and the Giants their first loss of the season. College football, Mizzou 2-2 two two after a ugly loss. They should have won at Auburn, lose it in overtime, and things do not get easy this Saturday as Mizzou is at home to number one Georgia. MSU Bears 2-2 two two after a tough loss to another top five team, South Dakota State, last week. MSU Bears on the road to play North Dakota this week. Hey, KB is on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns. 7.02 a.m., 5.02 and 11.02 p.m. You gotta see it. It is greatness. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows, and they are all wonderful.
wonderful, including the High School Football Coaches Show with Camden and Lakers coach Jeff Shore and Osage Indians coach Shannon Jolly talking about last week's game and what's coming up this week. You can see that each day, Tuesday through Friday at 10.02 a.m., 2.02 p.m., and 6.02 in the evening, the Lake TV High School Football Coaches Show. And you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, also absolutely free on Roku. Just do a search for Lake TV, absolutely free on Fire Stick, and streaming live all the time online at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Tuesday. Portions of our programming on Key Radio made possible thanks to Lake TV. Lake TV is your hometown local TV station featuring Cup of Coffee with Will and Chris, What's Burning with KB, live high school sports, real estate, dining, boating, and of course the annual Lake of the Ozark shootout. Lake TV on Como Connect, Channel 90, Roku, YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, and of course online at MyLakeTV.com. If it's happening at the lake, it's happening on Lake TV. Join 89.3 The Key for the True History Professor program featuring Professor Jim Paisley. The national media now is kind of taking advantage of people. They hit you with a, you know, a big headline, and then they don't give you any information behind it. There's no context to it. Problem. And so what I'm going to try and do, uh, you know, on a weekly basis with the show is to try and share with you what, what were the events, what are the things behind the scenes here, what, what led to this. Professor Paisley takes a look back at history and how it relates to present day events. But we take it on face value without having any knowledge of why it well it's because the news told us join professor jim paisley thursdays and saturdays at 6 a.m 2 p.m and 10 p.m for the true history professor program on 89.3 the key Positive programming provided by you on the Lakes Community Radio Station, 89.3, The Key. It is 9.10. Thank you so much for joining us. I think I made a little boo-boo here this morning when I told Danny Ellison to call me on, uh, on, on my 660 number. Danny, if you're still there, buddy. 
Let's see here real quick. I got him here on the horn. Hey, Danny, I'm sorry I screwed up. Uh, give me a call at 573-633-5395. I don't know why in the world I told you to call me on the 660 number. But if you would give me a call back on uh, 673-633-5395, and uh, we're standing by waiting for your call, sir. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. all right, buddy. Thanks, man. <laughs> all right, he's gonna call us on the uh, on the in studio line here, and uh, so uh, good news. That's uh, that's good. I don't know. I was thinking one thing this morning and doing something completely different on the other side of things. So, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, you know, there we go. There we are. That's perfect. There he is right there. So let's, uh, let's get him in here and uh, let him do a little ranting and raving this morning. And we'll do that here in just a second. Quick update on uh, what we're doing weather-wise. Beautiful day, 78 the high, a low tonight of around 46, plenty of sunshine throughout the rest of the week. And uh, some very comfortable temperatures as well. Uh, currently, we are at 57 degrees in Osage Beach. And uh, Camdenton is reporting 56 degrees. Sunny and 69 tomorrow. Sunny and 72 on Thursday. Sunny and 74 on Friday. Sunny and 76 on Saturday to begin the month of October. And sunny and 77 on Sunday. So some great weather, as I said. Lots uh, to tell you about, including the fact that we are broadcasting live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors. And he is joining us right here, right now, the one, the only educated redneck, Danny Ellison. Good morning, sir. Where in the world are you? Oh, I am back in Vancouver. Uh, tonight, I will be heading for California. And tomorrow, I will be in Sonora, California. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, I'm getting a tour of the West Coast, <laughs> Sonora, California. Yes, so, sir. And 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 uh, that's where you're headed, uh, but you're back in Vancouver, Vancouver, Oregon, correct? Uh, Washington, Vancouver, Washington. I'm sorry, Vancouver, Washington. Uh, anything that we need to know about uh, Vancouver, Washington, as far as any sights to see, like uh, the world's largest frying pan, uh, the world's largest oil slick. I, I don't know what they have going on there. Uh, actually, the scenery out here is incredible. I, would I mean, you you can pick any place, any place you want to go out here. Uh, I've been up and down the Oregon coast, and it's just uh, it's stunning. Uh, there's words fall short out here. It, it's such beautiful country. Um, it's a shame it's being trashed right now. I've been coming out here for years, mm -hmm. but, uh, there's trash everywhere now. Uh, uh, the homeless has become, become an absurdity. Uh, you can't pull off the road anywhere and not find trash. Uh, it used to be uh, very pristine out here. They used to be proud uh, but now it's just, it's, it's rapidly turning into a pig pen anywhere, anywhere near any kind of like people. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's sad. It really is. Uh, do people just they, really, they have very weird. 
do they just really not care anymore? I mean, is it, is, is it, uh, I mean, you, you look at an area, especially here, Lake of the Ozarks, and, and I will say that some people complain about the trash here as well, and that we need to do more to, uh, you know, kind of pick things up and make the area look nice and pristine since it's a tourist area. But I'll tell you what, you head down Highway 65 to Branson Moe, and uh, those folks have got it going on. It is extremely hard to really find any, uh, any trashy areas uh, or areas uh, along the highway where there is, uh, uh, you know, like uh, maybe somebody lost a bag of trash off uh, out of the back of their pickup or something like that. Because I was down in Branson last year, <clears throat> and I'll tell you that uh, they have the uh, the highway department, you know, crews, not just uh, – and, and we have some folks here. They have, uh, I guess uh, – a program through, I don't know if it's uh, the county jail or if it's, uh, you know, uh, something different where they have uh, people who are incarcerated out there picking up trash. Uh, but, you know, maybe we need to do a little bit more. And so maybe there's a, a suggestion that you could lend or leave for the folks there in Vancouver, Washington to, uh, to, to, to come up with something uh, to pick up the trash. Well, it, it has to do with this whole it's like a nationwide thing where we've lost our, our we've lost our pride because you're not allowed to be proud of America anymore because that makes you a jingoist and the, you know all these other names they start flinging at you instantly right. because you have pride in your country yeah. and it, and it's a shame that it's viewed that way but if you don't respect something you don't take care of it and people just don't respect anything anymore uh, I mean they could get the crews out there to pick it up, I guess, but it's a shame that it even has gotten to that way where people just feel, oh, I'm here. Let me just fling my garbage on the ground. I mean, it reminds me of that old 70s commercial with the Indians standing alongside the highway. And right. People come by and pulling a bag of trash at his feet and his little tear runs down his face. It reminds me of that. Uh, we have a national, we have a national crisis going on of where you're not allowed to be proud to be American. You're allowed to be proud to be an Italian or anything, but not anything American, because there's a large group of professors and media types that have decided that America is the great Satan, and they're going to destroy it from within, and they're doing a very good job. They sure are. I don't know what's I don't know what's uh, what's wrong with being proud of your country, being proud of your heritage, because now all people want to do is tear it down and say that you know America's America was founded on nothing but uh, slavery and slave owners, and everybody was uh, horrible, and we really don't have anything to be proud of, and people don't want to stand for the national anthem, and you know if that's how you feel about things, maybe you should be entitled to do what you want, but. Uh, uh, as they say, if you don't like it here, there's uh, plenty of other places you can go, and I'm sure that uh, there's a few places that I can think of off the top of my head that I would tell people to go. <laughs> I don't know where, if you can actually visit those places, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't see anything wrong, because I think we've all made mistakes, and we all have flaws, and and see, here's one of the things, when you talk about something like that that really bothers me. And the fact of the matter is, is that you want a country, we call ourselves the United States of America, but are we really united? And that is the biggest, that is the biggest uh, 
point of contention in United States of America. We, we stand united. Well, we stand united when certain things happen. But again, our wonderful, illustrious federal government would rather have us all divided than uh, united, because united we stand, divided we fall, uh, as is the case with the song lyric. But, you know, that seems to be a big part of it. If we can keep people divided, if we can keep everybody on uh, on the outs, you know, that uh, we've got one group here and one group there and another group there, because if we were all truly united, I think that the federal government would uh, be scared to death, because... Here come the people all sitting down working for a common cause. We want to get rid of things like high gas prices, or we want to get rid of inflation, or we want to get rid of issues with the economy. And we want to do away with these things that are dividing us. But how can we do that as long as we have those people that like to uh, uh, feed the flames of division as opposed to bringing us all together. I mean, I don't know how you feel about that. I don't know if that was your rant this morning or not, but I certainly agree with you 100%. It's it's okay to be proud to be an American. Well, actually, it's a whole world shift, you know, and, and everybody is wanting to laugh and, uh, oh, you believe in the one world government conspiracy. Well, look around and tell me what you don't see. You, every, this, like, they just had an election in Italy. And the leader they have elected believes in Italy first, where you take care of themselves first. And they are being called by the world government like like they've done something, like they're terrorists now, because they don't go along with the world government first and the individual second. Uh, you're truly watching a world government being developed Uh we have congressmen and senators who are now wanting to bow to world leaders outside of the United States and follow their policies and their dictates right. and give up our sovereignty to other people. And uh, this whole transfer of wealth that's going on right now is obscene, and it's coming from the United States to the world and we are running enormous debts and sending billions to other people, and we're going to end up destroying ourselves. And I begin to wonder if that is not the plan, because when you watch how the world is reacting to anybody who says their own country should be first for their own people, and that is somehow wrong, uh, we have a problem. We have a problem where they are trying to get us under one world government. I don't want to be under one world government. I am perfectly happy with the United States and the rights we have here, but there are many who would destroy us because they feel that somehow we uh, have too much success. Uh, and they have turned on us, and now they want everybody to hate us. And just like a person, if you hate yourself, you will do destructive things to yourself. That's mm -hmm. when people get drug habits and bad problems is when they're not happy with themselves. It's not the drug that makes them that way. It's, it comes from within. The drug is a symptom, and we are showing many symptoms right now, and we have a very a big lack of American identity because that is considered somehow wrong, and, it, and it, it's not good for us. And it leads to everything you see. It leads to 
people just, if you're not proud to be an American, then you have lost some, uh, many people have lost their identity. And that's when they turn to things like drugs and homelessness. We need a, a national wake-up call and to quit being so negative about our country and start thinking of the positive things and talking about the positive things and giving ourselves a reason to be proud. And if we don't, we will fall. Because like they say, you know, united we stand, divided we fall, and words are never spoken truer than that. You think that... um that being an American is almost a bad thing anymore. And I think that's, you know, Danny, I don't know about you growing up, but I will tell you that my mother, in order to get me to do things, would guilt me into doing things. Like she, you know, if I didn't want to do something, she'd, you know, lay on the guilt trip. And that's essentially what is happening now. And and, and I don't understand and realize why, why most people don't identify with that when they say, you know, uh, you know, you're, you're you're proud to be an American. What are you proud about? Well, I'm proud that I live in a country where there is still freedom, where there's still uh, liberty still exists. For how much longer, I don't know, because if people continue to ignore what the government is doing and, you know, look at everything that these folks roll out as, oh, the government is here to save us. Oh, the government is here to uh, to take care of our problems and our issues. And we start relying more on government than we do on ourselves. I, I think at one point or another, it's essentially going to be simp- as, as simple as flipping a switch, man, and, 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 and allowing government to just intrude into our lives more so than ever. They're doing it. They have been doing it for a long time. But I think it's because the people allow it and the people don't realize and understand the underlying circumstances. What you see on the surface is not at all what is happening underneath. Well, it was written in our documents. See, the, the funny thing is everybody keeps forgetting, especially now that it's it's uh, not cool to call them founding fathers. That's part of the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. And that they... Uh, you know they own slaves, so instantly they're 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 disqualified, and it's this absurdity that is the deconstructing part. Like I said, and you've said we everybody has a past, but in the bottom line, if you look around the world, whenever there's a natural disaster, who is the first people to send help? Us. Whenever there's a national tragedy anywhere on the world. Who are the first people to contribute? The United States. We always send troops. We always send people. We always send money. We always send, you know, food. It's, we are really a great nation if we just have some people that hate us and are trying to tear us down from within. Everybody needs improvement. We need improvement. But that does not mean to throw the baby out with the bathwater, which is what we have effectively done right now. We want to ignore everything good and only focus on the bad. And this is something that will tear you down from the inside. And once you lose your national identity, it's like once you lose your individual identity, you do need a pride in where you live. And if you don't have that pride, you will contribute to destroying it. And we need to bring back some national pride. We need to bring back it okay to say, I'm proud to be an American. 
They're right now trying to outlaw our flag as a symbol of oppression, folks. This is how far we've let the nut train run. And we've got to the place where either we speak up and we start you know, saying what we feel and quit letting these fringe idiots run around and spew their venom. If we don't stand up and say, I'm proud, we eventually won't be able to be proud. Well, there is uh, certainly no doubt about that, that we won't have anything left if we allow everyone to uh, take it away from us. And I think that is uh, certainly something that some people still feel very strongly about. And uh, there are enough people now that are coming in that are being influenced. And I think a large part of that is how our children are being influenced today in schools. We just had uh, an issue here locally with, uh, you know, a teacher displaying uh, a gay pride and or a transgender uh, flag in the schools, and it got everybody up in arms. And I'm thinking, you know, what a huge distraction because what we've done in focusing on this is we have had something where, you know, more or less uh, you're, you're, you're pulling the attention away from what the kids are there for. And so we want everybody to feel included. We want everyone to be a part of what is going on. Well, Every child that is in the school, any school, uh, can all be included in the education process. And, and again, you know, we talked about this. I think that's why a large part of, of people uh, homeschool their children these days because they have their own ideas, their own beliefs, their own ideologies, if you will, and uh, their own set of morals and values. And they don't want the schools teaching their children anything other than than what it is that they were brought up on. And, and and it makes no difference what direction you want to go, but I think more and more parents are seeing school as, as not necessarily the place where their kids go for education, but more for indoctrination with all of the social experiments that schools are trying to, uh, uh, to get in these days. Well, consider this, um, and, and this is funny, and if you think about it for a second, and, and again, I wish I could claim this, but I read this, and it made so much sense to me. If um, I were at my job during the day, and I were to go up to a female coworker and begin discussing sexual preferences and uh, sexual practices, shall we say, right. I would be charged with sexual harassment. I could probably lose my job. Uh, and a child now can be spoken to about sexual matters by a adult and that's okay. Two adults discussing sexual matters is sexual harassment, but an adult and a child discussing sexual matters is education. Yeah. However you want to look at that. Think about that. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Think about that. I mean, two adults talking sex is harassment a adult and a child talking sex is education. Folks, that right there should point the absurdity out to you. Why are we talking to anybody under 10 about sex? That's the point. Under 10, you shouldn't be thinking about sex. You shouldn't even think about, you know, genders or how any of that. Let them be children. We have quit letting kids be children to where we've got to talk Sexual identity with kids under 10? Come on, people. 
this is absurd, and you need to stand up and say it's absurd, and you need to let the school boards know it's absurd. No, I'm not saying, you know, this is not an attack on gays. This is an attack on children. Children should be left alone until at least 10, if not 12 or 13, at least. There's no reason to bring that into their life. Let them be kids. Let them go live in a world of, of enjoyment and enlightenment, but you don't need to be talking sex to kids. There is something wrong and disgusting about that. 9.30 is our time. Danny Ellison is our guest and is always bringing a little common sense to the table this morning to uh, hopefully open your eyes and ears and uh, allow you to uh, focus on some things that we hope as we as a nation continue to grow um, you know, really kind of get people to reflect a bit. Maybe take a look back. I don't know. I don't know what it's going to take in uh, so many instances these days, Danny. I, I, I certainly know that uh, it's okay to be proud to be an American. You're absolutely right. And some great conversation here this morning. Vancouver, uh, Washington to, is it uh, Sonora, California, you said? Yes, sir. That's uh, I'm leaving tonight, getting down to Doing about half of it, and then I'm going to sleep in the truck stop as my usual uh, thing. <laughs> and then uh, do a show uh, Wednesday in Sonora, and then we go over to uh, Nevada. And then uh, I'll be at the Golden Nugget in Carson City. I'll be there Friday and Saturday, and then I work my way back over to Oregon yet again. So uh, I'm going to be out here floating around over all of this country until somewhere in December, and then hopefully stop at your guys' place on the way home. We'd love to see you. We're anticipating your arrival, and uh, we, as always, will greet you with open arms here at the beautiful Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, Danny, thank you for your time, sir. Be safe, my friend. Safe travels. Hopefully everything's working well on uh, on your vehicle, and uh, we'll catch up with you next Thursday right here on The Daily Show. Appreciate it, my friend. Well, thank you so much. I always appreciate talking to you. Uh, drop by educatedredneck.com. You can check out my tour schedule. I'll be updating it shortly because it's uh, it's insane right now. I'm I barely have any time off, and I'm working <laughs> I'm working my tail to the bone. But you know, it's good to be back. It's great to travel this great country. It's good to see all of your smiling faces in person, and I hope you all have a wonderful day on that beautiful lake that you live on. That is the one, the only, Danny Ellison, the educated redneck. And we are thankful that he takes the time each and every week to join us right here on Key Radio. 9.32, and thanks to all of you joining us wherever you are joining us this morning. 89.3, keyradio.live, free apps for the uh, iPhone and Android phone. And, of course, our uh, new toy, the uh, in-studio camera, the SRG Key Radio in-studio live cam. And a lot of folks are enjoying that. Uh, make sure you go over there and check it out. You can go to my Facebook page and uh, see what's happening. As I said, we'll be simulcasting that uh, here very shortly over on the Key Radio Facebook page. And uh, we have different ways of extending that link, so we're going to do that as well. Let's uh, take a moment, stop down for some news, some sports. Our media partners, including the good folks at LakeExpo.com, Stacy Johnson with a check of local news, Lake TV, and Chris Schneider with a check of sports. You are listening to The Daily Show on Key Radio. I'm 
Stacy Johnson, and this is your Lake Expo News Cut for Tuesday, September 27th. An Osage Beach City sewage leak reached the Lake of the Ozarks on Friday. A sewer main line leading to one of the city's largest lift stations broke as a result of a sinkhole. City Administrator Gina Woods says preliminary water testing results show no immediate issues and sewer services for city residents are not affected by the situation. A Cleveland, Missouri man was injured in a boat fire Saturday. It happened on the 7.7-mile marker of the main channel. 55-year-old Kermit Kalvig was idling at a dock when the engine of the vessel caught fire. Kalvig sustained minor injuries and refused treatment on the scene. A new 268-unit apartment complex is planned for Osage Beach. Developers say rent starts at $900 a month and goes up to $2,000 a month for your lease. But the Camden R3 School District Board President says some in the district have concerns. The complex will be partially paid for in property tax breaks that the school board said they weren't consulted on the city's decision. More on the story at lakeexpo.com. This has been your Lake Expo News Cut. All this news and more at lakeexpo.com. Lake news events, boating, and the lake life, lakeexpo.com. Helping out the community is as simple as joining the Key Radio team. Right now, Key Radio is looking for an individual to spread the good news about community radio at the Lake of the Ozarks. The job involves talking to local businesses about supporting our mission. You decide how much you'd like to work and get a commission for the work that you do. Sales experience is preferred but isn't required. We need you, and so does our community. Contact Bill Munhausen at 573-2800-532. Key Radio KEYK is an equal opportunity employer. with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Tuesday. Baseball season fast, winding down, just about a week left now before the playoffs get underway. The Cardinals headed to the postseason, the Royals are not. Both teams had yesterday off. It is a big, quick two-game series for the Redbirds starting today in Milwaukee against the second-place Brewers. Milwaukee needs a miracle if they're going to find a way to come back and uh, make the playoffs. Cardinals sitting pretty in first place in the division, but that again is a quick two-game series for the Cardinals in Milwaukee starting today. They'll be off on Thursday, then be at home against the Pirates for a weekend series. The Royals were off yesterday. They're in Detroit to open a three-game series against the Tigers today. High school football, how about the Camdenton Lakers? 5-0 on the season after that big win at West Plains last week. Camdenton 5-0 with homecoming this week. They entertain Bolivar, and that is Lake TV's Game of the Week Friday night. The COMC pregame show at 6.30, kickoff at 7. Camdenton at home to Bolivar on Lake TV Friday night. Eldon is 3-2. They will be at Southern Boone. Friday, Osage 2-3 and three, coming off a big win over California last week. They will be at 3-2 and two Hallsville. That ought to be a good game. Versailles 0-5 at 5-0 Blair Oaks. That's going to be tough. 
And uh, so uh, remember that game of the week on Lake TV, Camden's in home to Bolivar Friday night. The Chiefs losing at Indy on Sunday in what was not a pretty game at all. Chiefs trying to figure some things out. They are tied for first place in the AFC West with Denver now, both with two and three records. Last night's game saw the Cowboys and the Giants their first loss of the season. College football, Mizzou 2-2 two and two after a ugly loss. They should have won at Auburn, lose it in overtime, and things do not get easy this Saturday as Mizzou is at home to number one Georgia. MSU Bears 2-2 two and two after a tough loss to another top five team, South Dakota State, last week. MSU Bears on the road to play North Dakota this week. Hey, KB is on TV. It's What's Burning with Kevin KB Burns. 7.02 a.m., 5.02 and 11.02 p.m. You gotta see it. It is greatness. Lake TV bringing you five local lake area shows, and they are all wonderful, including the High School Football Coaches Show with Camden and Lakers coach Jeff Shore and Osage Indians coach Shannon Jolly talking about last week's game and what's coming up this week. You can see that each day, Tuesday through Friday at 10.02 a.m., 2.02 p.m., and 6.02 in the evening, the Lake TV High School Football Coaches Show. And you can see Lake TV on Como Channel 90, also absolutely free on Roku. Just do a search for Lake TV, absolutely free on Fire Stick, and streaming live all the time online at MyLakeTV.com. I'm Chris Schneider with your Key Radio Lake TV sports update for this Tuesday. Programming on Key Radio made possible in part by Skelton Key & Lock. When you're locked out of your home, car, or business, every second counts. You need to be sure that the company you choose will answer the call and get to you as quickly as possible. Skelton Key & Lock offers reliable service, reasonable rates, and they're recommended by everyone. They can cut and program new keys and bobs. They can install new locks on your home, business, or rental property. If you can stick a key in it, chances are it can be serviced by Skelton Key & Lock, serving the entire lake area. She's a former Camdenton resident, Hollywood actress, and pop culture expert. Tina Griffin helps parents safely navigate the current pop culture chaos. Know how to create a healthy media diet for your family and live as a counterculture warrior. Listen to the Counterculture Mom Show Fridays and Sundays at 5 a.m., 1 p.m., and 9 p.m. on Key Radio 89.3 FM. The goal of Key Radio is to offer the community an opportunity to share information and to express their ideas and opinions. Key Radio presents a platform for all types of information. We encourage interested content providers to create podcasts that explain the finer points of business, family issues, arts and entertainment, religion, government, and more. Key Radio is also looking for unique and one-of-a-kind podcasts as well. Key Radio is based on positive and productive podcasts that encourage and inspire our listeners to become engaged in their community. For more information on becoming a content provider, call 573-280-0532 or go to keygatheringplace.com slash keyradio. You're listening to 89.3 The Key. If you've got a topic you'd like to share with the community, 
Contact us right here at 89.3, The Key. It is 941, 60 degrees in Osage Beach, 61 in Camdenton. As we broadcast live from the world headquarters of SRG Financial Advisors, beautiful, beautiful day. Uh, of course, we want to wish uh, wish that uh, little Brinley a happy birthday today. Brinley is going to be two years old, uh, unique, and uh, William, their uh, lovely daughter, and uh, they're celebrating uh, with her today, and they're going to be outdoors uh, over there at... Uh, at Hahataka, and I think it is going to be a beautiful day for that with a high of 78 and a low of 46. Plenty of sunshine, great day for an outdoor event. Sunny and 69 tomorrow, sunny and 71 on Thursday, sunny and 74 on Friday. Sunshine and 76 to begin the month of October, sunny and 76 on Sunday. So a great uh, week, great weekend weather-wise as things begin to maybe slow down just a little bit for you. Man, make sure you get out and enjoy this weather. Because you're not always going to get a whole lot of chances. You find yourself doing something. So you got a little free time, a little wiggle room. Get out there today and make the most of it. 657.76, the current lake level at Bagnell Dam. 551.9, the river level. And the surface water temp at 76 degrees. So everything is starting to kind of mellow out here just a little bit as far as uh, what we're doing with, uh, oh, gosh, all kinds of great lake-related events. Uh, Mindy Sales, uh, we were talking uh, with Cecilia Thompson last hour and Mindy last hour. And, of course, uh, old-time Apple Festival going on in Versailles and the big Jacob's Cave Swap Meet. That will take place, I believe it's like, what, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at uh, Jacob's Cave on uh, Highway 5 on your way to Versailles if you're going that direction. But, you know, what are you going to do? Well, you're going to go out there and get in your golf cart and drive around and maybe find a a hubcap. Uh, Maybe you need, uh, if anybody finds a left-handed smoke shifter, I want you to call me or to get a hold of me here on key radio looking for a left-handed smoke shifter i've been looking for one of those for years as a matter of fact it started when i was in scouts and they sent me out looking for a left-handed smoke shifter now for those of you who don't know a left-handed smoke shifter is kind of like taking the guys out uh, snipe hunting but uh, we used to get all the rookies in scouts the newbies And we'd send them uh, to campsites to find various things, one of which was a left-handed smoke shifter. Uh, And the year that one of the guys came back with a left-handed smoke shifter, all of us who thought it was funny were all standing there with our, you know, jaws on the ground. (laughs) They actually came back with a left-handed smoke shifter. And I thought it was a great idea. One of the other uh, scout troops made uh, uh, their version of a left-handed smoke shifter. But if you find one, if you see one, please uh, get a hold of me immediately. Because I am left-handed. It would be uh, stupid for me to have a right-handed smoke shifter when I'm a left-handed person, right? 944 is our time. Lots going on again uh, this upcoming weekend. I want to send another shout-out to Suits for Soldiers which is going to be on October the 15th. We have the ladies in to talk about this uh, uh, particular event. I believe they're still looking for volunteers, and you can go to their website and sign up. I believe they'll ask you for your phone number, and you uh, give them your phone number, and they will give you a call, 
and uh, they'll set you up. You can be uh, somebody's uh, liaison, their friend, and take them around from place to place to place. Uh, the soldiers will get suits and a haircut and all kinds of useful information. It is a great day, and I'm looking forward to being a part of that. Also, we had in um, Carolyn Stoner and Krista Carter with the Medical Missions for uh, for uh, Christ, their uh, trivia challenge, also coming up on Saturday, October the 15th at the Camdenton High School Commons area. At 662 Laker Pride Road, if you don't know where it's at, silent auction, door prizes, food, fun. Tickets are $15 in advance, $20 at the door, and you can buy mulligans for 2 bucks a pop. And that will certainly uh, will certainly help you out with a lot of different things. Let us uh, take the opportunity to go to the phone lines and find out what's, uh, what's going on this morning. Caller, thanks for joining us on The Daily Show. What's up? Uh, the new guy in the parts department, we sent him out for a case of compression. <laughs> and then we called, <laughs> we, we called ahead to the parts store we sent him to and told him, you know, we got a new guy. Things are slow around here. And they said, yeah, it's slow here. I said, so run him around a little bit. So, so we got a phone call. Well, do you want 90 weight compression? You know, or 150 weight compression. Perfect. And uh, we told them, oh, we need the 150 weight. So the parts guy said, we don't have that, but go down to XYZ Auto Parts. Uh, so we called ahead to XYZ Auto Parts and told them, and they ran them around through five different parts stores before somebody finally clued him in. And he played a practical joke back on us later that was hilarious. Can we talk, can we talk about it this morning? Can, can you talk about the, the joke? That As a matter of fact, we're talking about 1968, and all I remember is he, he did a good one on us, and I can't remember the details. But in construction, we would send the new guy out to the truck to get the board stretcher. I see, yeah. Uh, what's a board stretcher? Well, if you look around in the back of the truck, you'll see it. And he'd come back all frustrated, send him back to look some more. Very nice. And then the snipe hunting, yeah, they tried to send me on a snipe hunt one night when I was a little kid. Well, But there's many ways to play that, that joke, isn't there? Yeah, and, and especially when you send somebody out for a left-handed smoke shifter and they actually come back with one. <laughs> the yoke's on you. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, uh, when are you gonna when are you gonna come uh, and, and see me again and stop by and enlighten us with some of your knowledge? I've thought about doing that, but I thought that might be by invitation only. Well, once in a while, you know, send a shout out if you think uh, if you think about something. We'd love to have you back. I know we always have fun when we get you in here in the studio, Herb, to talk about uh, uh, any number of things. So uh, you know, think about it, kick it around, and and, re- and reach out to me. You mean if I think about something? <laughs> well, I, can... well I, 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 I suppose I'm always thinking about something. That's what I mean. We yeah, could yeah. talk about we could talk about Jimmy Johnson finally realizing that uh, driving an open wheel car requires much faster reactions yeah. than uh, what he thought it would. Is he done now that he, and, he's uh, not doing it? Yes, he. He announced, I guess, last night that uh, he won't be renewing with Chip Ganassi. He might try to get aboard a 
uh, Le Mans car for the 24 hour, mm. uh, which I'm sure a lot of people would love to have him. Sure. I think he and a whole bunch of NASCAR guys drove the 24 hours of Daytona and had a, had a big kick out of it, you know, uh, uh, so maybe we'll see him some more in that, but he wants to do some world traveling with his family. And, not, uh, yeah. and I think, he, I think his IndyCar days, uh, he, he said he might come back if he wanted to do the Charlotte 600 on the same day they ran the Indy 500. Uh, I don't know at age 47, he might not be up to that. I requires transfusions on the flight and uh, massage therapy to get you back in shape for the 600. Now, I can think of a couple of guys that did that. Tony Stewart comes to mind. Juan Pablo Montoya, I believe, did that as well. Uh, any other guys that... Kurt uh, Busch. Kurt Busch, that's right. Kurt Busch did that as well. You're absolutely right. So, yeah, uh, you know, I was... They did a... Go ahead. Was when it was Tony Stewart, yeah. And as soon as the 500 was on a that day, uh, his eyes pulled the helicopter him over to the Indy airport, and they got him on a plane where he got a transfusion to replace body fluids, and uh, kept his eyes closed while he was getting massage therapy all the way to Charlotte kept his eyes closed because that was that's one of the most tiring things is the workout your eyes get back and forth from uh, close focus to far away focus and your peripheral vision uh, and then uh, they got him all juiced up and ready to drive the 600 and I think he finished somewhere around fifth or sixth so of the oh Robbie Gordon did it yes. also yes Robbie Gordon and right. I think I think Tony Stewart had the best combined finish of the three well i appreciate you checking in like i said give me uh give me a heads up once in a while and maybe we'll bring uh bring you in here to share some thoughts on uh, various things going on in this uh, wonderful country of ours i know that uh people enjoy listening to your thoughts they do that's what i've heard <laughs> okay okay but i'll uh, i'll do that i'll send you a note Thanks, sir. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you this morning. It is 9.51. I was talking motorsports last night, and it's more than just driving around in a circle. It is. It really is. There's a lot to it. Some people get it. Some people don't. You know, it's, it's not, you know, not everybody is into motorsports. I personally like motorsports, all different types of motorsports, not just NASCAR, but some of the open wheel some of the 24-hour stuff. I love drag racing in the sense that I remember back in the day we used to go across over into Illinois and we would watch some of the drag racing that would go on over there. Um, used to hang out with some buddies of mine that uh, we do a little street racing now and again. But I've always enjoyed motorsports. And, and now that we're getting into... Uh, this whole electric car thing. I wonder how much longer motorsports is really going to be popular, or maybe it will gain popularity for those folks who have seen uh, a video or pictures or something that's kind of piqued their curiosity a little bit, and maybe we bring it back. But I'm really surprised. This is the one thing. Now, I know they use ethanol-based fuels in a lot of these um, 
uh, cars and various things that uh, they race. You know, and, 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 of course, here at the Lake of the Ozarks, uh, we've got some pretty notable uh, folks, uh, Seabolds and some others, uh, my buddy Dave Scott over there that raced in the shootout. We've got a, a number of uh, notables that have been in motorsports on the water. And my good buddy Dorsey Schrader, who I heard from this morning, of course, um, he's got some great stories from his days racing. But there are a number of folks around here that have had a hand in uh, in the motorsports uh, world, doing some pretty incredible things. And I got to say that uh, it is just, uh, it's amazing. And, and especially, you know, maybe you make a run over there to Lake Ozark Speedway or uh, down to Lebanon or out to Lucas Oil Speedway. And the, the, the dirt tracks and, 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 and even some of the paved tracks, but the dirt tracks, uh, you know, when they were talking about uh, bringing uh, some dirt track racing back to NASCAR, I thought that was pretty interesting. But you got to believe that uh, the dirt track is just one of those places. And the smell of the fuel is incredible. You don't want to stand right there and take it in. But as they circle the dirt track and you smell that racing fuel and it is just, ah. It is. Uh, it's a unique smell, and it is. It, it it helps to revive some of the memories. I guess is the easiest way to put it. But uh, a lot of folks doing the uh, the motorsports thing. I want to thank everybody for joining us this morning on the uh, brand spanking new SRG Key Radio. In yeah, well, I prefer dirt tracks too, young lady. Um, uh, well, I do, and and I, I I like watching the the boys race on the paved tracks. But uh, you know, some dirt track racing on a Saturday night, Saturday night dirt track racing, can't beat it. Especially if you sit there right around turn four at Lake Ozark Speedway, uh, you'll get a little something extra uh, for the price of admission. But uh, thanks to everybody uh, for tuning in this morning again. The SRG Key Radio in studio live cam. Uh, we are just, uh, again, tweaking this thing a little bit and making sure we've got it all set up exactly the way we want it, and we'll uh, we'll get it out there. And for those of you who tune in, like, at the top of the hour or the bottom of the hour, and there's no audio, well, we're working on that. That will be something that we take care of, hopefully, here very, very soon. The one and only Dan Garrett at uh, SRG Financial Advisors is uh, the technical advisor to the uh, the Daily Show. And he is uh, going to be sitting down with me. We're going to try to get this thing worked out as quickly as we possibly can so you can enjoy the audio, much like everybody who tunes in on 89.3 keyradio.live or the uh, free phone apps for iPhone and Android. I have to say that every time because once I don't, then somebody will say, well, you forgot to talk about this or you didn't mention that. So it's it, it's just typical. I have to run it all down. So we've got uh, a lot of different things going on around the Lake of the Ozarks, and I saw one of our uh, one of our media partners, the good folks at LakeExpo.com, are running a story about uh, the sixty three million dollar apartment complex plan at the lake. But the school president surprised by the tax breaks. So. The Lake of the Ozarks housing shortage could meet some relief with a new planned 268-unit apartment complex, uh, but the plan to pay for it includes major property tax breaks, and Camdenton R3 School District Board President Gail Griswold says some of the district have concerns. The preserve at 
Sycamore Creek would uh, be developed by uh, this uh, developer that would uh, be located on Nichols Road across from Osage Hatchery between Highway 54 and Osage Beach Elementary School. Its estimated cost is $63 million. Last week, Osage Beach Alderman approved the first reading of Bill Number 22-74, uh, or should I, should I say slash, uh, or dash, uh, an ordinance that uh, declares the land where the complex would be built, approves the development plan, approves the development agreement, and authorizes the city to enter into a development agreement and take certain other actions in connection with it. Uh, the founder of, uh, and, and I hope I'm pronouncing this uh, correctly, Tagethoff Development says his project would help address the Lake of the Ozarks housing crisis. He says he first learned about the lake's housing shortage from his wife, who was an occupational therapist in Osage Beach, when he met her. There was just no housing. As I met more people, more of her work uh, colleagues, and ultimately, at the time, uh, that CEO of the hospital, I started hearing the story that housing was the number one recruiting hurdle to get people to move full-time to the lake for the hospital. And I started uh, talking to larger employers down there, and I kept hearing the same thing. The development is planned on the site of the former Sycamore Creek, Creek uh, Golf Course and will encompass a total of 22 acres. The apartment community is planned to include 10 four-story buildings with 116 one-bedroom units, 142 bedroom units, and 12 four-bedroom units for a total of 268 units. Uh, they say the complex will include community amenities such as a clubhouse, pool, and splash pad, fitness center, dog run, and surface-level parking. Rent is expected to start at $900 a month and go up to $2,000 a month for a year lease. Uh, some of the things that um, I guess maybe folks might be a little concerned about, the developer and the city both explained that the city is extending two financial incentives for the development, sales tax exemption on construction materials and property tax abatement goes on to say, so basically the incentives that uh, we're getting is we're getting a sales tax exemption on construction materials, so materials that we buy outside of the immediate area, we will get a sales tax exemption on. And uh, so we will get a 100% real estate tax abatement for the first five years. And then uh, we'll kind of break.